JB's Driving Podcast, talking about movies. JB's Driving Podcast, talking about movies. Come on, girl. Three fools in here talking about movies. I know you want to turn around. Movies. JB's Driving Podcast. Talking about movies. JB's Driving Podcast. Talking about movies. Hey. Come on, girl. All right, jeez, blew my ears off. Sorry about that, fellas. Sorry. Um, that's because my gain's always jacked up because I'm using a different microphone. Well, actually, no, I'm, I'm doing a different port. Regardless. <clears throat> Whatever. Whatever. Whatever it is. Whatever. Whatever it is. Anyway, welcome to JB's Driving Podcast. We're in the middle of Shocktober, one of our favorite months of the year. Almost as favorite as Action Movie March, mm. which bleeds in April. It's only three of us here today. Yeah. Only three. We three. Doing Shocktober. Movies that are shocking in one way or the other. Where's your daughter? I just forgot that. Where's your daughter at? She's at the homecoming football game. Oh. 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 That's much better. Yeah. Homecoming football game. Mm-hmm. 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 What are they allowed to wear this time? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. She, she was wearing... A Hawaiian punch shirt and a fucking leather jacket. I'm about to say, I hope she's wearing a jacket. It got cold out there fast. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it didn't have to wear anything in particular. Okay. That's fantastic. Fantastic. <clears throat> uh, any news that we want to talk about? Any Hollywood news? Anything like that? Hollywood news. I don't know. No. no. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I don't pay attention to those people. Did you uh, watch Hollywood Ends? What's that? Halloween ends? Yeah, Halloween. That's what I meant. Halloween ends. As soon as I leave here, I'm watching it. Okay. Did you watch Honolulu ends? How about something else? Anyway, so uh, the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, MCU. So the latest two uh, uh, entries into into such, uh, She-Hulk. Yes. And uh, Werewolf by Night. Yes. Any thoughts on that? I haven't watched either. Okay, Werewolf by Night, actually pretty decent, pretty yeah. pretty good. Um, it's in black and white. It's kind of like a like a throwback type thing. Um, it's pretty good. I, I I enjoyed it. Not much to say about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely worth a watch. It's only um, I think it's like a little bit over an hour long. I've heard good things about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then let's get into fucking She-Hawk, the disaster. That is She-Hawk. Well, according um, to Rotten Tomatoes, it's a fantastic show. Of course, of course, because Rotten Tomatoes eliminates negative uh, press on all their shit. And I believe all of the good press online, and I never question anything. Questioning is is devobic. <clears throat> so uh, it it's basically what they call it is a legal comedy. Okay. You know, or that's... Or, or a comedy, you know, about lawyers, and if that's what they did. I don't think I would have had a, that much of a problem with it. Right. But then, like, they go into this, the, the whole fourth wall breaking and, and, and all that nonsense or third wall break or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, 
that they do, that they do in the Deadpool. Apparently, yeah. she yeah. does that in the comic books, so they do it in the she show. She does. But the problem is, is that when you have, I don't know, a superhero show, you would expect that there'd be, I don't know, bad guys and fights and yeah. something. Some, something that keeps you entertained. Dude, it's so sparse, and the fights are so re- completely forgettable. Okay. Like, okay, so her first fight when, she, you know, she comes out as She-Hawk. Uh, is against this chick named Titania. And she comes into the court and starts shit in the court mm-hmm. for no good reason whatsoever. It, it did, there was no concept whatsoever. She wasn't even part of the fucking show. Mm-hmm. She just busts through a wall and starts yelling. Mm-hmm. And so She-Hawk has to... She has to hawk out and, like, knock out Titania. Okay. And that, and that kind of almost all takes, all takes place off-camera... That's son. That's fucks. But what does happen on camera is very limited, and she just not she just punches her once and pretty much fucking knocks her out. That's it. And that was the whole thing. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? That was the first episode. And then from that point on, it's all about you know, uh, it, it it it's very little to do with She Hawk. It has more to do with Jennifer Walters. That's the more important thing. You know, how is Jennifer Walters feeling? Who is she, Hawk? Yeah, she's the... Uh, So how is she feeling? Not how, you know, and and how is she dealing with becoming She-Hawk? And she doesn't want to be She-Hawk. And she doesn't want to be a hero. And she doesn't want this. And she doesn't... And then all she does want is dick. That's all she wants. That's that's half the fucking show is... But she blames men for everything. And... if she's not getting dick, she's blaming men for everything. Dude, that's half the fucking show. It's her trying to get dick. I'm not even joking. She's on the uh, you know the dating apps, but she can't get any play as Jennifer Walters. So then she creates account uh, an account as She Hawk. She gets a bunch of people like showing up then. Oh jeez. But then she gets upset because in the morning the guy doesn't want to have anything to do with Jen Walters. He wanted to fuck She-Hawk. Ah, yes. So yes. when she turns back into Jen Walters, he's just like, who the fuck are you? And he's out. Right. It's, and, and then they bring in Daredevil. What? Which is actually kind of cool. You're, everybody's Matthew hyped. Murdoch. Yes. Is it Matthew Murdoch from it's the, Netflix? It's the Netflix guy. Oh, really? Yeah, Charlie Cox. Uh, they brought him in. Oh, really? It, it, except he's in the gold outfit instead of oh, uh, the uh, red one. Yes. And, um, you know, that's all part of a side plot with this designer who does superhero outfits and all this other nonsense. Mm -hmm. But anyway, he he comes in. But and they even have a scene where they kind of start him going down the hall. You know how there was always that hallway shot in the Netflix shows? Yes. Where he would have that cool fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, He kind of starts into that. Uh-huh. And then she just shows up and like fucking knocks everybody out in like one second. Oh, that sucks. So it, it's not even that part. They even take that part away from you. And then on top of every fucking thing else, she, he's basically just there for Dick. That's why really? he's there. Yes, Jeez. he's there to sleep with She-Hulk, and that is the only reason he's in the fucking show. That sucks. And what happens after that? <laughs> they make him do the walk of shame. Oh yes, that's but true. that doesn't count for guys. Guys yes. don't have a walk of shame. Women do, and see, it's the stupid these stupid fat writers who write this show who write poorly don't understand men, mm-hmm. but they hate men. 
Mm-hmm. And they don't understand that. They they go, oh, look, he's a walking shit. Men don't have that. Yeah, men, men go, generally don't look give at a what shit. I did, high five. But essentially, Doesn't he's matter. wearing the daredevil <laughs> outfit with no shoes on. No shoes, like, which like, makes cause, zero cause women, sense. Because women wear high heels, right? When they go out to get laid, right? And, and they, they have to walk take back their to fucking their high heels the, off so they can walk out. Right. Jeez. It was supposed to do that and, and see, uh, you know, men are the same. No, 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 no. Men don't, stu- men, men don't men, do that. They don't do that. It's. Lack of un- a fundamental lack. We look of for what's in our fri- we look we would look what's in our fr- refrigerator, raid a refrigerator, see what's on TV, sit on our couch, say you want to eat dirty dirty sex in the morning. No, all right, I'll be out here. The whole then. thing was embarrassing on on every level. They completely demasculated Daredevil. They compl- they they do this. This final episode was the biggest clusterfuck of it all. That's what I want to hear. Where at one point in time, she literally, you know how you go into the Disney screen on, on the app? Yes. And you have all the shows across there? Yeah. She literally walks out of her show and then goes into the back lot so that she can then go yell at the writers of the show because the ending was something that she didn't like. So she then turns around and, and says, well, the bad guys shouldn't get powers because essentially they were doing a, a thing where they stole her blood and he was going to juice himself up and become a hawk. Well, they, the, he's like, I didn't like that, so we should get rid of that. And then there's another scene where, you know, Bruce, who had been on Sakaar, because he, he was there at the beginning and then he goes to Sakaar mm-hmm. and then he comes back, which seems way too quick. For the entire, you know, World War uh, Hulk or whatever fucking saga to take place. Um, He comes back and he's saving her. So then she's like, well, I don't need to be saved. But you know what? I wouldn't mind if Daredevil was there because I need some dick. And then she's like. Does she say that? I need some dick? She said, women have needs. (sighs) That's literally what she says. And then uh, there's Abomination. Is in this okay? Okay, played by um, Tim. Uh, Tim. Tim. What the Tim. fuck is his name? Tim. Tim. The, the guy who played him in the original Incredible Hulk movie. Tim. Uh, Tim. Um, like share. He was in four rooms. He was Tim in uh, I'm like lost. a lot of. Uh, I don't know. He was in Reservoir Dogs. He's been in a yeah, bunch Tim. of fucking Tim of uh, of Quentin Tarantino movies. Tim. Yeah, what is Tim? I just Tim can't. I can't. Tarantino I'm blanking on his movies. fucking last name. So whatever. Fuck both of you. Anyway, so he's in this. He plays Abomination. And she gets him out of jail. But then, see, he turned into Abomination to do a uh, self-help type you know, uh, uh, speech, which he was supposed to, you know, he, he was getting paid to show up. Well, she was like, well, that is, you know, he should uh, uh, basically take responsibility for breaking his, for violating his, because uh, he, he Tim, got out on. Tim Roth. Thank you, Tim Roth. He got out on, um, uh, uh, you know this one. Bail. He, not bail. <laughs> Good behavior. He gets out. Parole. Pizza. On parole. Thank you. But part of his parole is he's not allowed to turn into abomination. Okay? That's part of his parole. And he's got this thing on his ankle that's supposed to keep him from doing that. Now, keep in mind, 
that she ends up going to jail and she signs something that says that she will not turn into She-Hulk again. But she turns into fucking She-Hulk. At the same time, Abomination shows up just to do a speech. He wasn't fucking fighting anybody or doing anything negative. He just goes and does this speech. But see, he, he needs to go back to jail. He needs to... Uh, deal with um, violating his probation, and he should be responsible for that. Yeah. At the same time, she's literally She-Hulk saying this, mm-hmm. and it's like you're mm-hmm. violating your own fucking probation yeah. that allowed you to so get out of prison. pro-woman bullshit So it doesn't make show, right? any fucking sense. What is and it is flush this most, shit down the toilet then? It was so bad. It was so fucking bad. And then they bring in Scar, which is one of the... Hulk characters that if you remember the stupid I don't uh, Hulk cartoon shit. from like no, the 2010 Tom time Tom watched that shit they had like Tom all, was the biggest they had Hulk the, fan the Red Hulk and the Green Hulk and she Hulk, Hulk and Scar and, yeah. and then some other fucking Purple thing Hulk, and Rainbow they, Hulk and he calls him his son Scar but oh, yeah. he looks so fucking dorky because he right. essentially looks like it's Mark Ruffalo, but younger. Fuck that guy. The whole thing just blew. Doesn't sound like I'm someone to watch. Let me put it to you this way. Fucking Miss Marvel was a masterpiece in comparison to this oh, piece yeah. of shit. Oh, yeah. Yes. And Miss Marvel was not good. But at least once you got to episode six, they had a nice big long you know fight sequence between them and the bad guys. And her Twinkie. You know, it was just like, beat what that the fuck? Okay, you know what? I don't care. No, I'm saying no. Miss Marvel. What Twinkie? What the fuck are you talking about? You're just throwing shit in for no, no good I'm reason. No, I'm not. <laughs> She's overweight. Twinkies. Ha. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Woo. I don't think she was overweight. Oh. She's a kid who had some baby fat on her. I think she was overweight. She's like 12 or 13. No, she's older than that. Yeah, she's older than that. She's older than that, dude. In the show, she was 12 or Doesn't 13. Doesn't matter. I was watching, um, shit. Oh, The Craft. Yes. <laughs> what? The Craft. Yes, which we're getting ready to. The Craft, but before we talk about The Craft, any thoughts on El Barra? I don't think there's anything else to say. No. Did we no. leave anything unsaid? No. Oh, I remember one thing I forgot to say. Tits. That was tits. Bad. Tits. That's the only thing I re- really, really never got into no. when we were covering the movie. We, we never tits. did. Yeah. It never came up. You're nope. Right. I know what did come up. Yes. That was because of tits. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> All over the place. Jesus. Hmm. How's that? How's that Gatorade? It is drinkable. <laughs> yeah, they had no fucking water at my uh, usual stop. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so I had to get Gatorade. There's water over there. Yeah, that's I great. Bar I, I, I didn't know that when I was at Royal Farm. Okay. All right, let's listen. We got two great movies in a row here. D- yeah, I don't know if I'd say great, but go ahead. I know. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I don't know if you're talking about The Craft or the movie after this. I'm waiting to talk about that movie. Okay. Um, well, let's get into let's, it because I in. have other shit I can talk about, but I, I thought you wanted to waste well, a little bit of time. Well, no, we're good because we, we are talking about we are talking about 1996's The Craft. Yes. Okay. Um, starring one of Paul's wet dreams uh, in this movie. 
All right. Feruza Balk? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, or did you mean Skeet Ulrich? Either way. Well, either way. Either way. But anyway, before we get into the, the 1996, The Craft, yep. let's get a little rundown. The Craft released May 3rd, 1996. It opened to $6.7 million, which was good enough for first that week. But it totaled out at a measly $24.8 million, which was 66th for the year. It opened up against the Great White Hype. Do you remember that one? Yes. That's a great... It, it's not a great movie. It, it's just a fun movie. The Last Dance, The Pallbearer, and Barb Wire. You know Barb Wire. Yes, that stars uh, Pamela, Anderson. Pamela Anderson. You can find her in Playboy. Yes. Uh, oh, the, and, and, and um, what's that? Baywatch. Yeah. The starring uh, David Hasselhoff, which is also in her archives. Very good show. Terror at London Bridge, also known as Between Two Worlds, or whatever the fuck what it was called. Yeah, I don't remember what they. Night Rider Halloween episode. <laughs> the uh, Halloween episode back in the day. <clears throat> the other movies out that week were The Truth About Cats and Dogs, The Quest, Primal Fear, which is a great movie, The Birdcage, James and the Giant Peach. And Mulholland Falls. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Fleming directed this. Oh. Uh, he was basically... Is not the guy related to Ian Fleming No, he James is Bond. not. He is not. Uh, he did Bad Dreams, um, Dick, the uh, movie about... Uh, Dick? Dick Nixon. The In-Laws, uh, the 2007 Nancy Drew, and Hamlet 2. Uh, Peter Ferlardi... Wrote the story on this. He was best known for uh, Flatliners. Yes, that's a story about... Um, um, never mind, let's go. Okay. And uh, I have Andrew Fleming down again for the screenplay for yeah, this movie. Yeah, he's both. <laughs> and the stars in the movie, Robin Tunney. Of? The End of Days, which also is in our suppository. Suppository. Also, she had a movie before this. Empire Records. Empire Records, where she was shaved bald. She actually wore a wig during this movie. Yeah, she... Oh, I didn't realize yes. that. Okay. Did my research, my friend. Uh, Feruza Balk. Of the worst witch. Yes. Yes, she is. But unfortunately, we have not covered anything else that she's done. Unfortunately. And and and, and Paul will profess his love for her in a second. Yeah, I, I do like me some Feruza Balk. Uh, Nev Campbell, which of course uh, was in Scream, yes, which we covered in our suppository. I believe we did our Nev Campbell movie as well. Nope, we talked about doing Wild Things. We never got around yes, to with it. Denise Richard, Nev yeah. Campbell. Oh, we never Richards. got around to that. Um, she's most recently in the Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix. Oh, she's in that really? Yeah, the show. The movie was great. Yeah, I did enjoy the movie quite a bit. Um, Rachel True. Rachel True. Who. She, the only other thing that I really found, she was yeah. in CB4 and Half-Baked. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Like, you know, that was it. I, the, the reason why I bring, uh, remember I said I just watched a movie where, you know, we talked about Miss Marvel where she was older than the 12-year-old she portrays. Mm-hmm. Rachel True was 30 in this movie. Wow. Wow. That's 30. not too surprising. Wow. 30. <laughs> but they, don't they always say that, that black don't crack? Is that That's, that's what the they same? say. So. But she's not all, she's, she's only half. She's also half Jew. Oh, wow. Yep. That's an interesting combo. Yep. yep. Sweet. Mm. 
Um, and then the other, the backup players in this one, Skeet Ulrich. Yes. Uh, which, believe it or not, was in Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. He had a, uh, a walk-on role, a bit role. Fantastic. And he, of course, also was in Scream. Yes. Um, <clears throat> Christine Taylor, who's mo- mostly known for being married to uh, that dipshit. Um, uh, Jesus Christ, guys, help me out here. Zoolander. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, thank you. And then, of course, Brecken Meyer, who is mostly known for the uh, uh, the um, um, car, the robot chicken. Yeah. That's what he's known for, at least in the last 10 years. But he's done quite a bit, too. He started with uh, Clueless. Actually, he started with Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Yeah. And you're sending me a video message because that makes sense in the middle of a show. Yes. No, it's worth it. Trust me. Okay. It is It is completely worth the video <laughs> message. Anyway. All right. I'll <laughs> take a look at this later. So that's why nobody's <laughs> been paying attention whatsoever. Look at this now. <laughs> what is this nonsense? He's at a party, too. It's Halloween time. They're at Spooktacular. He's dressed up as Toad from Super Mario. Oh. And he's dancing or, around. Or Aladdin with a <laughs> funny hat. Oh. I can't believe people in that other chat thought I actually thought he looked like Aladdin. I got Well, whatever. Anyway. That, that's funny. No, he's Toad. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Paul. It, it was a joke. Uh, that's keep, it, dude. That's all I got. What about the money? No money or anything like that? No, no box office? I told you the. He's, he, told, he told you the box office. Sorry, I was I was looking at this video that Mika just sent me. I yeah, six point seven for first. Yeah. I'm sorry, like opening and then or the it only made a uh, twenty four point eight for sixty six on the year. Yeah. Good job. Tom. See, man, I paid. Sorry, attention. dude, I was I looking attention. at my boy <laughs> dancing around like a maniac in a toad count. So, um, where to start with this movie? Um, well, it's a teen teenage. Uh, Movie, teenage chick movie, movie. Angst, I, angsty teenage nineties. Nah, it is. It movie. is very angsty. Very angsty. Very, very. Oh, and that very one 90s. kid stars the one kid who looks like Bill Maher's son. He's uh one of the short one of the uh, short guys that went in the hallway who's uh not the main not the main squeeze oh, guy. Oh, but there's two other guys. Yes, and yes, he's got yes. the no. He's, he's you mean Brecken Meyer? Is that Breckenmeyer? That's Breckenmeyer. He, he, like, he looks like he looks like he looks Bill Maher's son. Yeah, Bill that's Breckenmeyer. Um, Do some tests. There, this this movie is a it was in development. They were talking about how they wanted to have a like a high school movie with a like a twist and and and, and bringing in like the the witchcraft was that twist. Okay, um, I found it weird that it released in May. It's Exactly. I thought, and it released the same year as Scream as well, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Um, I think so, yeah. This is a purely 90s nostalgia, great fucking movie. Great fucking movie. I don't know if I'd say great movie. I'm going to say great. because I, I loved it when I watched yes. it when I was a kid. Now, things have changed. Going back. Um, eh. the, mu- the soundtrack brought me back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was tacky. The soundtrack was wonderful. Yeah, the soundtrack. I was, thought the soundtrack was the best part of the movie. Yeah, um, I, I, I. It's all like alternative, yes, like chick led bands yes, and stuff. Bruger Soft was, was in there. Really, it, it really good brings you, it brings you back. Yeah, to the time when we were free. 
but it's, it, it's interesting though in in you know relating it to nowadays you watch they keep pushing these fucking women led movies and they're all crap they're all shit and they're all just beat up on men yes and there's nothing supporting the concept like you'll literally have them just it, they'll just play whatever pop music is out yes there, there was some actual thought that went into it's amazing the soundtrack for this movie. Yes. And there, there was a lot of that in the 90s. I yes. mean, obviously, if you go back to our Crow episode, we talked a lot a about lot. the soundtrack yes, because it's one of the best soundtracks ever made. Ever, ever. ever. They're remaking the Crow, by the way. Um, I don't know if they should do that. I but know, that's, that's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. Anyway. They're remaking a lot of things. They're we'll see what happens. Because they can't think of anything. <laughs> they're mostly bad. <laughs> it's bad ideas. But um, the you can tell that they spent time on deciding which songs to put into this Absolutely. movie. And they were all basically women-led yes. music that yes. was very power-empowering without being in your face and shitty about it. Yeah. Um, I find... I found that the women in this movie were a lot less attractive than I remember them being. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I know I brought this as to your attention because when we were younger, you know, there was no HD. You know, so uh, you'd go to the movies, you you'd watch me. something, and, and it would be like, oh, okay. I'm watching this in HD on Prime, and Robin Tunney, which they're all attractive women. Don't don't get me wrong. But Robert Tun Robin Tunney, you're watching it. You can see every fucking freckle on her face. Yes, you can. There's like, a lot of them. It literally makes her look like a completely different person. Like, connect the dots. It's a connect the dots puzzle. What you're yeah, saying. I, I mean, it was it was weird because I never even knew she had freckles. She did now. But you can definitely see that in it, when you go back to watch it. It's kind of like porn. And as much as I love Feruza Balk, like, she is very very unattractive in this movie. They go out of their way to, to make, make her unattractive. At first, she's attractive, but as the movie progresses and becomes more and more wicked. which And, and that's part of the, the plot line, yes. which is fine. She I'm okay with that. But demonic. there are the way that they put, like, like some of the looks that she has on her face that they intentionally oh, yeah. go out of their way to make, make her, her look, look just terrible. Terrible. Like and, she's, like, doing that. It's not okay. It's not okay. Yes, like just yeah. doing that like thing. And that's the kind of the acting in that part really bothered me. Yeah. The, I I'll be honest with you, dude. Like I was not as in I was not happy with the acting in this movie. Uh the writing, pretty good. I I'd yeah. say it's above average writing for what it is. I mean, it's not fucking Shakespeare. No, it's, it's not. A not it's not going to be Shakespeare. It's, but for it what is, it is, the for, writing is pretty good. And it's you. It's it's a unique movie in the sense that they kind of took two different genres and mm -hmm. just. Yeah, but they did it without truly uh, engrossing in the dialect of the day. Yes, like they had that dialect in the movie, but it wasn't. The dialogue was not like overcome with the verbiage that was going around in 96. Does that, does that yeah, make sense? I, yeah, I agree. Yep. It, it was not, you could take it out. It was definitely, you can definitely look at it as a period piece in, in the mid nineties. There's no way you can oh. get away with that because of the style and because of the music yes. and because of the actresses and you know, the style of dress. And but plus, if you were to pull that dialogue out, you could reuse that dialogue 
now. I, you could I have used agree. that dialogue in the yes. 1970s yes. without it being un, you know, uninterpretable. But this really, this was a 90s movie in its essence. You yes. Had, it was a high school. They had like their own like factions and all that in a high school. You had the parties. Which is weird because free. I think, do, don't you feel like the, the, that part of culture had moved on by then? Like I remember in middle school, the whole camps, the, you know, everybody was in a clique, yes. was real big in, when I was in like seventh grade, eighth grade. Okay. I kind of felt like by the time I graduated, the whole clique culture I, I think had it was, really yeah, dwindled to nothing. The Revenge of the Nerds culture, that type of, you know. Yeah, I think we were in the end days of that. But this was in 96, which right. would have been three years after. It was after you graduated. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're kind of re going back into the and and you still see that in today's movies mm-hmm. and I don't believe I know that there's still groups of friends but I don't think they're as clickish as they they're, not, they're definitely not as clickish as they make it in the movies no. like you walk down the hallway and there's the group of nerds yeah. and there's the group of this and the group of that and it's like that is not happening. There's a lot of intermingling, and I know this for a fact. I've I've just had three kids right. go through and high you school. You see it, so it's not as <laughs> the, the borders are not as rigid as they want. No, were. but they they make it seem that way in the movies, yeah. and they do that a little bit in this movie, not quite as much <laughs> in this movie as they do in a lot of other movies. <laughs> the silly part is, is you know, like the other girls, like the other popular girls in this movie. Yeah, just like. When Robin Tunney comes in there into the school and I'm like, oh, don't don't hang out with them. They're witches. I'm yeah. Like, what? What? Come on. <laughs> don't call them witches. Call them outcasts or something like that. Make that bit of a mystery. And- well, I think that they were openly witches. They I were- think <laughs> that they were they were known in the school as witches. As witches. But I do think that it was a little weird that to there was go three down witches that in school. Well, yeah, but that doesn't. It's not completely outside of the realm of. Uh, something that would happen in school. I mean, think about this. It, it, I know that when I was in 10th grade, there was a group of quote-unquote vampires Oh yeah, in the fucking school. There's vampires. Okay. All over the place. And, they, and they were the goth kids that were kind of like taking it a little bit too yeah. far. A little bit, yeah. You know, walking around with like the blood amulet on their yeah, fucking yeah. necklace or whatever. Yeah, playing vampire masquerade. A little bit too far, guys. You got they had the frilly shirts, you know. Well, I look like fucking meatloaf walking around the hallway. There wasn't a lot of frilly shirts, but everything else, pretty much. They, they, it definitely existed, um, you know. And that, but there was there was also the redneck crew, and there oh, was yeah. this crew and that crew. And I'm not saying that they're not they didn't exist. It just didn't seem as rigid. There was a lot of intermingling. There was there was a lot um, of yeah with I agree the crowds. With that. I agree. Where as when you watch Whippins. it in fucking movies, dude, it is. This was the one group. It, oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. It look, is like... Fucking Heathers. Yes. Uh, you know... This, Which is in our repository. Yeah, it's in our repository. Uh, this one, I don't know if they were as rigid as they were, but there was definitely the cool kids and, and that group. Yeah. And, and then, then there was the kids the, these three w- girls. Who hung out the outskirts of... of uh, Nobody else in the fucking school mattered, right. by the way. But then, like... They were all just walking in the background. But when they got the superpowers, they're walking through the middle of school like, you know, oh, yeah. hot shit. Like, nothing changed. It reminds all- you a little bit of Mean Girls <laughs> <laughs> where Katie comes Speaking- in and, and suddenly she's one of the yeah. cool kids. Speaking of freckles. Yeah. Lindsay yeah, Lohan. Yeah, yeah. Very. So- she's got a new movie coming out on Netflix. <laughs> 
Saving Christmas or something Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. think it's because that's her last name in the movie, I believe. Oh, Chris, is Christmas. Chris, that's when you know you hit rock bottom when you're making Christmas movies she, on Netflix. Essentially, it's a Hallmark movie yes. on Netflix. Oh, we'll have to review it. It, it, of, it looks god-awful. That's one of her December but, oh, movies. Oh, it's, it's as bad as you think it is. She goes, she's the rich bitch yes. who has all this money, and she's dating, you know, some upper-crest asshole. Yeah, just some guy. And he proposes to her on a mountaintop. Yes. But, you know, just as he's putting the ring on her finger, she falls backwards down the mountain and gets amnesia and oh. ends up doing the whole overboard yes. fucking scenario with yeah. some scenario. With, uh, is it scenario or scenario? Scenario. Scenario. Yeah. The whole overboard scenario with some lo- local yokel fucking guy. It, oh. it's, it's overboard oh. in the mountains is essentially what it is. We just talked about two episodes ago on Terra at London Bridge. Yeah. Uh, we had a little preview of Christmas. We all talked about last. Last season, I think, or the season before. I don't remember. We got – does not matter. Um, let's talk about the fact that even when Faruza Balk mm-hmm. was wearing a bra and she's walking through that crowd, her nipples were still really hard and showing <laughs> through that bra. I pointed out to me. I was like, how is that possible? I was like, oh, she's not wearing a shirt. Like, No, she's wearing a bra. And those damn nipples, little two sticks of beef jerky, were sticking right through that bra. And they were bouncing. Very yeah. cold. <laughs> she Cut a fucking diamond with that shit. <laughs> Were they filming this in Minnesota? It's a good God. Um, and Robert Tunney is very healthy up top as well. Uh, yeah, I noticed that. I think that the mid-90s, it was hard to get away from the um, artificial boobs. Because there's no way Robin Tunney, as thin as she was, oh, had... Was that chest heavy? Yeah, I mean, everybody in the 90s. It did, was you know, insane. Boobs, just shove them in there like a crowbar. Here's some boobs. You want to you see something interesting? Go online and look at Paige from wrestling. WWE Paige or WWE Soraya. It doesn't yeah. matter. Look at her when she started. Yes. And look at her now. Yes. And it's insane. Like, first off, she looks like a completely different person. She does. Now but she then does. her boobs... Grew three sizes that day. Yes. I mean, it was insane. Same like the gracious heart. If exactly. It three sizes. It's, it's fucking insane. <laughs> both, I know she had to throw all those bras out because lifting something, fucking carrying that. Well, load. I'm lifting all the audience as well. <laughs> it was insanity. So I mean, and it's and to me, it's 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 amazing how when you go back to these movies, you watch movies nowadays, and you see they don't even put an effort forward. A lot of times, no. women, and it's kind of. Not, I don't think you can blame the actors as much no, because can't. it's the it's the way society's going in, as a whole, and I'm and I'm not saying that it's good or bad or anything. I'm not even making a fucking point right. on yeah, it. All I'm saying is yeah. you'll have basically a woman who you know from top to bottom is just one. It's like me. It's like a fucking barrel walking down the street, mm-hmm. and and there's no definition whatsoever. None. She could have boobs, or she could right. like have a de- a dick, and you wouldn't know. You especially nowadays. And and they yeah, of course they have the short haircut on top of that. Yes, yes. Like I remember there was a movie that came out on Netflix a couple years ago, uh, like where it was the son of Satan or some bullshit yeah. like that, and the next door neighbor, the person who was supposed to be playing the guy next door. Was a woman. It oh, was yeah. a big, heavy set woman who was basically barrel chested with short, curly hair. Oh. I don't know who. I know she's a stand up actress because I've is. seen her before. Um, Fucking shove her off not very cliff. funny, but I found it very like weird 
that I'm just supposed to be watching this movie and not acknowledge the fact that the guy next door was a was played by a woman. I, they didn't even want you to acknowledge that. It was that weird. And and you go back and you watch these movies and you see a girl who obviously had to have breast implants. It had to happen because Robin Tunney there's no way in fucking hell she was that chest heavy that without healthy. having and she was healthy. Those she was damn dude. things were it was bouncing. insane. I, it was, I mean, you watch she was any that of those t-shirt. Fun. I was like, Phew. Jesus Christ! Look at Nev Campbell in that. Oh movie. my God! I think Nev Campbell had to have a breast reduction at some point Seriously. in time because she, her boobs were so big so in that movie, massive. It was insane. I mean, Mother Gaia blessed her ass. And you're not talking about like. Nowadays, when you see like uh, you know Charlemagne the God or something who's got like this big, huge fucking ass, yeah, and y- then you can kind of understand why she has boobs. These people had no; they had like very little bit of ass, mm-hmm. and then like no stomach and huge fucking Just tits. Freaking life so they per- had preservers, to be, life preservers. They had to be fake. All of it had to be fake, and it's very, very obvious in '90s movies. And I think it was still obvious into the 2000s movies, and then it started. You know what I think I blame the changeover on was uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Do you remember that movie? I I forgot it. Okay. Well, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, there is a scene early in that movie where um, the the main guy, who his name is escaping me right now because I don't care. Uh, but the main guy has this scene where he's walking around and he's just all out. Like his dick is wagging in the fucking world. Right, right. Okay. And there was like, I think one scene in that movie where they, they have tits. Mm-hmm. But essentially, I kind of felt like that was the changeover. Like you had that movie and then suddenly the next thing you know, women are not getting naked at all. It's a shame. And men are getting naked just for a laugh. Nobody, yeah, nobody wants to see that though. You know, now... You know, and and it, it's funny in some regards, like uh, report and observe, where you have the big fat guy running around with like basically no dick. Um, you know the the one that kept exposing himself through the movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Please, I am the only one talking. No, about. I mean, you're just on, you're on a roll. I'm just saying you're tr- talking about the transition from. It just seems boobs, like at the same time. I, I don't. I've never seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall. All okay, right? that's fine. I just don't. It's not my type of movie. I don't like to watch movies that are freaking. Well, it was just a comedy. Mika dude. ruined it for me. All right. Back when Mika and I started dating, jeez, uh, 20 years ago or something yep. like that, uh, she picked out the family stone. <laughs> and I told her after I watched the movie, you cannot pick out a movie anymore. <laughs> and I like movies where you see Schwarzenegger blowing the shit up and titties. Yeah. Well, I don't think that there's anything. <laughs> forgetting Sarah Marshall is a funny movie. It's, a, it's an entertaining movie. And the thing is, I hate <coughs> modern comedies for the most part. I hate the whole, what's his name? <clears throat> that one guy and his crew, Seth Rogen and all yeah, of them. I hate all those motherfuckers. I hate them all with a passion. I think when they first came out, I was I kind of got into it. Yeah. Where The one where the he got the chick pregnant. Yeah, 40-year-old um, 40, 40 or something like that. No, that dating was 40 Whatever it doesn't Whatever, matter. It doesn't fucking matter. I hate all the I hate all the new comedies. All the new comedies are stupid. They all Judd suck. Apatow. Yeah, I hate he that does guy. All those. That guy fucking sucks. No, I mean I, I will say you're in the minority on that. I understand. I'm not saying that I don't di- agree no, yeah, with it's, you, it's, but it's it's hipster. Overall, it's hipster like, bullshit. Hipsters love yeah, that shit. Fuck them. Let's get back to the craft. Um, 
What did you think about Feruza in her tight black pants? Oh my god! Uh, Are we talking about the movie anymore, or is it? This is just we haven't been talking devolving. about the movie for about fifteen minutes. <laughs> this has just devolved into talking about Tom. What you did know. you think about the craft? Well, I didn't think anyone's tits were as big as you. Th- I thought they were fine, and I didn't think they were too big, <laughs> and I thought they were real. But of course, I thought they were all supposed to be high schoolers, so I was supposed to be thinking about that. Well, Rachel True is 30 years old. Well, now that Beth I know Campbell that. Campbell was the youngest. She was 22. Yeah, she Robin was. Robin Tunney was like 26. Yep. <laughs> and I think Feruza was like 24. Yeah. I they were ages. all of ages. Yeah. They, Trust me. Yeah, they, I, uh, I definitely <laughs> kind of seek that out before I go back and watch these movies because I'm like, I want to make sure I'm not feeling inappropriately <laughs> about any of these girls. Oh, they're on the 20s. Fuck it. <laughs> yep. I don't, uh, I don't have the same amount of nostalgia about the 90s as you do. I, I have nostalgia about the 80s. The 80s, yes, because you are an 80s connoisseur. But the, the 90s were okay. The 90s were, were for, for, for us were high school, college. Yes. College was great. This came out when I was in college. I, uh, but I, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't go see it. I saw it yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it, it was okay. It was, uh, I could tell it was a 90s movie full of you know, angsty kid things. It was. And it was definitely that. Amazon, of course. Uh, of course, Amazon says, "Oh, this is a uh, horror and yeah. dark." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, and, and Allison comes in, and 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 I, I'm like, "This is supposed to be scary." She's like, "No." I'm like, well, that's what Amazon says. And she, she looked at me. Yeah. It is. It I is mean, it's got some stuff in the end that, that's stuff. probably a little bit too much for a 13-year-old. Yeah, like insects and snakes but and overall, rats. It's, and it's not scary in, re- in, in like the same fashion as a horror movie is. No, 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 no. And I, it, it, was a, it was all right. You know, it was a movie about people and they did things. Just, my opinion. I'm trying to think. The Usual Suspects. Yes, what about Okay. It? I would put it on the same level of scariness as the usual suspect. I can see that. It wasn't a real. It wasn't a scary movie. Right. It was inter, It was an entertaining movie that yeah. I, I watched from time to time. I, just, I don't know. I liked. I liked the job. I liked. The, I liked the mixture. The the, the the music. Yes, the music is excellent. The music the to s- the point where I wanted to like go and get the fucking soundtrack. Yeah. It's that good. Yeah. Music, the setting. I like the, the 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 witches being you know involved and how you know their powers and how their lives changed and then it all bit them back in the ass in a way. Um, but it, it was it was very predictable. But did it? I don't think they talked about it biting them in the ass. But essentially, the only thing that really happened was the Robin Tunney does a glamour on the two girls who then so the only one who really gets bit in the ass. It's Feruza Ball. She ends up insane. Because she just loses her mind. If you transport yourself, geez, almost 30 years later, um, Nev Campbell's character would be on dating apps nonstop, getting slammed in the ass Mm -hmm. nonstop. Uh, Robin Tunney would be elected. um, I'm sorry. Not Robin Tunney. Rachel True would be elected president. There'd be a whole bunch of like freaking <laughs> president ra- of the world. Yeah, racism bullshit. You know, like you know, whatever that whole angle. Like Stacey Abrams. Yes, yeah, she would be the new Stacey Abrams. Uh, Robin Tunney. What would happen to her in, if it was her these days? Uh, she would have. You know, she's she one Hulk. of those wine chicks. Wow, wine chicks. Yeah, she would have had a cat and a blog. Yeah. And that's what have been her gig. And then uh, Fraser Block. She would have married Jeff Bezos. That's right. Je- that's right. Jeff Bezos and Fruza Fruza Bach would have been, um, I don't know, a member of the crew, the View or something on TV. I, I don't know what the hell happened to her. Well, all you have to do is look at Sharon Osbourne. 
Yes, sure. There you go. Sure. Because that's essentially, you know, what she would be at this point. Right. So anyway, what do you give this movie? I I'm gonna give this a six and a half. I hmm. I like this movie. I have it. It's definitely nostalgia pull. Um, I like all you know. All the women in the movie are attractive, even though not as attractive as when I was a kid. Um, it's one of those kind of things. Like it's more for the nostalgia pull than anything else. Because like I said, I don't think the the writing was above par. Mm-hmm. Uh, the special effects aren't really special. I mean, there are some effects, and there's some cool scenes, like the scene with her walking on the water is kind of yeah, cool. That was cool. The um, sharks and I all mean, that. You just got done watching MCU and Disney bullshit. You probably watched this and went, oh, my God, this is so well written. Yeah. Well, yes, this is, this is a fucking masterpiece compared to She-Hawk. But, you know, overall, it's... I don't want to sit there and inflate it too much. I think that this is slightly above average, so I'm going six and a half, a little bit extra because of for me. But anyway, go ahead, Tom. What do you got, buddy? I was going to give it a six. I thought it was well done for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if I was in the '90s and I watched that, I probably would have been entertained. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me now, I you know it's, I, I mean it's just, like I said, it's 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 a predictable high school movie about teenage girls doing stuff because you know they're angsty and and not popular. And whatever. Teenagers, right? <laughs> and I mean, but that's just me. I'm not a big movie person, right? I'm not going and, and, and analyzing every, right. you know, cold hallway that they walk through. Right. You know, I'm just watching the movie. Yeah, it's about... I want to give it a 7.5. Mm. Uh, I get think at, if, if I... If I had a... Like, this is the ultimate 7.5 movie for me. <clears throat> it's not great. It's mm-hmm. good. I can watch it over and over again. Um, maybe be a 7, but I give it an extra point five for two nipples. Nice, you know, but it was entertaining, and it's it's the perfect time of year to watch it. I I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching it again. It's been tis um, the season. Yeah, tis the season. Been a I think, years. Uh, Sophia enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I she sat and watched this one with me. She didn't watch the other movie, but she watched this one with me, and she seemed to enjoy it. Um, I don't know. I don't think if you released this today, how would how do you think it would do? Do you think it would just bomb, or do you think it would be you couldn't release promote it. it because of uh, the women empowerment. I I don't even think it would be that. I don't think this movie would get released today because the women are too weak to begin with. Um, they're yeah. on supernatural powers. I just don't think it, it would really it would release today. And they only hurt each other for the most part, and and maybe one or th- they don't destroy the school. They don't hurt all the men. They don't uh, destroy the the, and, the city or 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 you know make sure that all the male politicians. You know, are, are brought and, to and, heal and the soundtrack. Well, they too. they do. I mean, literally, they kill one of the boys. Well, they and don't, and they it's don't... kind of interesting how they. Th- this is a what? Okay, well, there. This is um interesting that they kind of subtly put in that whole rape aspect. Yes. Uh, you know, which is something that turns around on Robin Tunney. Yes. Like you were saying, they all get you know, their own, but they really don't. The only one that really does is Tunny. Yeah. And then, of course, Feruza Balk, who gets more or less destroyed by Tunny. Yep. Not by herself. So, anyway, uh, let's wrap this up so, you, so you, you, um, we can uh, get to the next, next one. Next week, we're going to be doing um, one of those... It's Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch Project. One of those uh, genre-turning or creating movies yep, in the yep, heart yep, of film. Yep, yep. So, All we'll be right. back next week with Blair Witch Project. Later. Bye.